welcome to these amazing places podcast this is show number 226 for the week of september 17th 2012 welcome everybody it's adam here and we're on live skype call as you can probably tell and doug's in the studio or at least his studio with what we're doing this week yeah the studio this week is my kitchen table and it's uh set up at the last moment so hopefully things don't go nuts here <laughs> anyway uh everybody uh wow it's kind of nice to be back uh, i don't think i've talked to have we done a show since i've been back from florida no no we have not so hey here we are it's uh, good to be back and it's good to be chatting with everybody again uh this week we're actually going to do a trip report and just discuss some things of uh what i saw and what went on while i was in florida here uh let's see what a week ago a couple weeks ago can't remember anymore anyway i got back on the 7th of september that helps clear that up for anybody so uh anyway so that's what we're doing this week and uh we'll be right back Alright everybody, we're back. And so, uh, as I said before, the discussion this week is uh, going to focus a little bit on the trip report and some things that I saw, some things that I experienced while I was there. Um, we're going to try to lead this in a direction too, that so it's not just about my trip and gee, I had so much fun, but more about uh, how's this going to help you the next time you get ready to travel into the park. So, uh, yeah, one of the first things I thought about when Doug put this together was I was like, well, yeah, I've got some questions that we could probably talk about, and I'm just going to fly off the cuff here, you know, as we go through it. So, obviously, the goal whenever I went on a trip was to come back, report, you know, how the trip went. But I also thought about things while we toured around, and we ran into different situations. As with, I don't know if you guys really think about it, but if you go to Walt Disney World a bunch, or maybe even only every so often, and you remember back to your old trips, certain trips have certain personalities to them. You experience things, you have different, maybe different people in your party, maybe you had bad experiences, good experiences and whatnot. So I'm just going to bring up some of that stuff, some of those questions for Doug to see how things went with him. And in turn, it hopefully will help you guys in the future for your planning for Walt Disney World or something maybe to just think about as you look forward to your next vacation or whatever. So anyway, all right. Take it away, Doug. Okay. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just going to lead off with some of the things that are coming to mind that I actually experienced. Um, it was pretty uh, intense this time. Intense, whatever. It was a, I really tried to focus a lot on my granddaughter and family-wise and things that we were doing. So I, I tell you, it was the first time that we have made it into the um, uh, Mickey and Minnie's meet and greet. And it's also where the princesses are at uh, in the old uh, what was it called there when you walk into the magic kingdom um uh the exposition exposition hall, hall thank you that's the word i was thinking of anyway yeah. um so we went into there of course uh, on the day that we were there it was empty um but uh i did take the standard uh dslr camera in with us i i have to tell people first of all my daughter when you walk in my granddaughter when you walk in to see Minnie, mickey and minnie um, I'll show some pictures of this up on Flickr, but there's a big steamer trunk that's kind of set in to where it's kind of blocking you. You get a quick glimpse of them, and then you're standing behind the steamer trunk waiting on your turn. Well, I, <laughs> my granddaughter was, I looked down and took a picture of her as she was peeking through the crack in the steamer trunk where it was opened, the crack between the top of it and the uh -huh. bottom because it was laying up on its side. Yeah, which just cracked me up. Um, yeah. She was really into it. Um, anyway, it was, it's a really cool area, the dressing room in there. Uh, a lot of places just to even take pictures before you even get up there to uh, Mickey and Minnie. Um, <laughs> but the experience was great. The camera that I took in, they took pictures with it. Uh, a cast member actually did, not even the PhotoPass person. The PhotoPass person was taking their own pictures. 
and the pictures that we got with the DSLR were as good. They were actually better than the PhotoPass pictures. Cool. So, and they don't really push you out. They don't rush you out. They might, I guess, if it's a busier day. But uh, Mickey and Minnie were great. Uh, I actually had a really good time in there, just kind of hanging out and seeing how they interacted with uh, with my granddaughter. It's really none of my other kids were interested in the characters, so I've never really had an opportunity to um, mm-hmm. to see what that's like and to see how well trained the people are, you know, that are in those suits. But um, wow, talk about professionals! Really good at what they do. So yeah, I enjoyed that's what the heck I was gonna out say. Of yeah, we we haven't talked really a whole lot about little kids like going to the parks and stuff, and it's now the opportunity for both of us to to experience that side of the you know the the park. I guess you could say the visual perspective, you know, because a little kid that's like four feet tall or three feet tall walking into the Magic Kingdom or experiencing characters is a lot different than what we're talking about when you can just go pretty much as is as an adult wherever you want to go and you're, you know, looking at it from an adult's perspective. But anyway, yeah, I'm I mean, interested definitely to take our family. Well, she was know, just, I mean, you know, so. I mean, she's really into the, all of the, of the characters. Um, Minnie, oh. Minnie and Mickey. She loves Minnie and Mickey. She also loves uh, Cinderella and Snow White. And, uh-huh. um, uh, so really, with Mickey, at first she was kind of shy, but she was dying to meet Mickey and Minnie. And they did a fantastic job of just kind of ushering her in and making her comfortable without mm-hmm. us feeling like we kind of had to bring her over. They brought her right over into them, and it was great. Great time. Yep. And I have to say the princesses, kind of the same thing. Um, they're really? Kinda, okay, yeah, good. When we walked in, you had... Um, uh, you had Cinderella, which man, her her gown had to be ten thousand dollars. Amazing oh, looking. I'm sure. Uh, right. Well, you have to think. You have to figure they make those. So yeah, you know, it's kind of relative. Well, they just pay gorgeous. somebody to make them. I was astounded by just yeah. the quality of the gown. Uh, mm-hmm. Right next to her, then five feet, six feet over was Belle, and then you go down a little farther, and there was Rapunzel. Um, uh, Cinderella was astonishing i mean stunning to just look at i don't mean just like the physical presence of her but the gown everything it was it was really well well put together the whole thing that's um, that's cool uh even i think she wasn't wearing a wig so she, this girl really had the blonde hair um which was kind of cool we got over to bell she had the wig on but um as far as interacting um roni knows a little bit about bell but she's not so much she's more into snow white and cinderella than she is into Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. and so um, uh, she she kind of at first wasn't real interested in in meeting her, um, but I have to say that that Belle did an f- amazing job too. The girl who played her did an amazing job mm-hmm. of just kind of making Ronnie feel comfortable. Uh, you know, what, it just blew me away because they had the expensive gowns on, and they would actually get down beside her and speak to her. And oh, cool. yeah, it was really, it was really cool. It was a nice environment. Um, the one that she probably had the least interaction with was Rapunzel, um, but it was still nice. It was still a good mm-hmm. time. So just that one building and the interaction and the stuff that went on in there, I was so impressed that um, I couldn't have asked for more. So cool. That's pretty cool, and I'm I'm looking forward to that because as soon as you say that thing, and I was actually showing some of your pictures across, you know, to. Uh, my daughter here and she's two and a half and into mickey mouse clubhouse so i'm thinking oh man and so i actually started getting more park stuff and showing her and she's right away she's got the fab five down right away yeah so you know you know if mickey shows up or Minnie or you. goofy or donald or whatever and she's all over that i'm just that. gonna jump and into I'm this just thinking, oh this could be awesome when she gets to see him in person you, so you speak but. of the fab five you have to have, you remember disney junior live and hollywood studios oh yeah you have mm-hmm. to go in we went in we'll do a show on this um if she watches disney they had uh, on stage hit handy manny well first of all they had the fab five they were there and then uh-huh. Then they kind of went away, and then there's a guy who's kind of emceeing the thing, who sings along. But then they had Handy Manny, who is a, you know, he's Disney Junior. And then mm-hmm. they had the Little Einsteins, which she loves, the Little Einsteins. And last, they had Jake and the Neverland Pirates, which, I mean, man, it couldn't have been any better than that. Cool. Uh, you got to remember, too, I mean, this place is huge. It's open. It's comfortable. You're just kind of sitting on the floor, but it's air-conditioned. And as oh. I was thinking, too... When we were waiting to meet Minnie and Mickey and the princesses, I mean, this is a large building and it's all air conditioned. And it was hot when we were down there. So mm-hmm. much of the time, though, you're not having to stand in a, you know, a hot area where the, 
the children, their little kids, where they're becoming kind of miserable. Uh, you're sure. actually always in an air-conditioned space, and so everything stays kind of very nice. Sure. Well, my vote is uh, let's do a full show on oh, yeah. little kids and the options yeah. that are out available, especially from your perspective, since you actually got to experience a lot of those this trip. So. Yeah. Well, I just definitely had to throw that in there. We will. I definitely awesome. want to do a show, a whole show on just the Disney Live. I've heard. I've never heard. Okay. The only time I've ever heard any other podcasters bring it up, um, they of course hadn't even been in it, and they kind of, and, and I'm not, I'm not demeaning them in any way because I've done the same thing myself. I kind of just cast it off, and ah, it's not important. It's a little kids sure. thing, but it was a blast. And she also cool. outside of there got to meet Jake. I got a picture of her with Jake. You know, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. So cool, cool. Um. Let me think here. What else did we kind of experience? You know what? Too? I, I just I'm gonna go through some random things here, and you throw in whatever you want. You have to remember. Okay. No, I, I also had a, an older boy now who was with us. Um, he is 14, coming up on 15, and it was his first time to be in the parks. First time to be in Florida. First time to be in the parks. And so I kind of got to experience some things through the eyes of um, somebody who had never been there. And uh, I actually did Stitch. Stitch's escape again. Yeah. First time mm-hmm. in years. And he, the first thing he mentioned to me when we walked into the building was, wow, it's really cool architecture in here. And it just lit me up. You know, I thought, you know what, it is. This is a cool-looking building. And so for the first time, too, we actually, I sat clear down front right by the cylinder, you know, where oh. everything takes place. Awesome, yeah. awesome area. And as I sat there and I experienced this, I was able to kind of see it from my granddaughter's eyes, somebody who's young. And I thought, you know, even though I liked Alien Encounter, it would have scared me to death if I were little. And I was down oh, yeah. front or I was somewhere in there. And so Stitch Stitch does fit. Us as adults, I guess we, we complain because Alien Encounter was it was a fantastic attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Stitch is better. It's better for the kids. And I, I can think of other things they could do with it in that building. And that would be great and all that. But to experience it again through somebody else, uh, was it was good for me. Cool. And she wasn't scared at all at that attraction? Actually, no. Not at all. Good. She just didn't know Stitch that well. Or really right. at all. So but right. so I, I kind of got to experience him through uh, John, the older boy. Uh-huh. Um, which was great. I mean, I did. As, as soon as he said that, I lit up and thought, wow. I started looking around the building and thought, this is an awesome building. Yeah. Uh, and it was really well, one of the first attractions that got his attention. Um, and even though the day before we had been in two Hollywood studios, uh, there wasn't, he liked, um, of course he liked, um, Star Tours, uh-huh. uh, and he liked Tor- Toy Story Mania, but, um, that was the first time I really heard him get that immersion factor going on mm-hmm. when he looked around inside that stitch building. And so I, I was kind of interested in that happening to him. Sure. So I got a random question. So uh, obviously your party was pretty, uh, di- you know, a wide range of ages. So did you guys split up several times, or did you all kind of stick together? Yeah, we as were together. The parks? We were together the whole time. Okay. So how did that work in terms of, you know, what attractions to hit and how how many things you could cover in a day and all that stuff? Um, you know, actually everybody did fantastic, even with the heat. Uh, a lot of it was always I just did not push everyone. Uh, okay. Luckily, things were pretty crazy in Hollywood Studios on that Monday. That was Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, but on Tuesday when we were in the Magic Kingdom, they were not crazy. And so it Good. made it very easy for us to just tour the parks. Um, I did not push at all. We got into Fantasyland. We did the Carousel. We did Philhorn Magic. We did Small World. We did Peter Pan. Um, we kind of toured and got to see things through there. Uh, and so when everybody seemed like, okay, we want to move on to the next thing, then I moved us on. And, and cool. But at the same time, I always kept in the back of my mind, well, let's kind of get everybody into an area while the lines aren't so long. But sure. I also had the luxury that the park wasn't so busy. Right. Right. What How? What did Jonathan think of the, so to speak, Fantasyland kitty rides, you know? He, it was just... Uh, uh, I think he thought the same thing that most people think with Peter Pan, that it's probably one of the most amazing rides in the park. Uh-huh. It's just too bad it's only two minutes. Right. <laughs> um, Pirates of the Caribbean he thought was pretty cool. 
Um, did he? Okay. Did not enjoy Space Mountain at all. Which, okay. Which was okay. Um, yeah, because he he's never. It was his first time ever on a roller coaster. Okay. And so there so you go. I okay. wouldn't have picked that one for him, but that's the one he chose and wanted to do with uh, with my wife, and so that's what they did. And so he did enjoy the TTA. Uh, he is more into like that immersive, dark kind of ride. Mm-hmm. Um, we went over into um, when we were in Epcot. He enjoyed Soren. We actually get this. We rode Soren three times in a row. And the wait time was five minutes each time. Oh, awesome! Isn't that amazing? That's so. Awesome. I was so excited over that because I wanted him to enjoy that one. Um, yeah. And so first he went through the same jitters as everybody on the first ride up of saying. Uh, how fast is this going to be? And I told him it's not fast at all. Once you're up off the floor, you're okay. You actually have a pretty good time. So, cool. um, you have to understand too. For you know, his first time there, uh, he was probably he was a lot of him was an in information overload. Yeah. And so oh, I did sure. try to slow down. I have to tell you that he he loved uh, Germany and Epcot. Uh, he awesome. actually ate both of his dinner meals. Actually, no. One day he ate lunch and dinner, and he ate the same thing in Germany. He wanted um, uh, bratwurst and uh, black forest cake. Yeah. Yeah, he got you that. Saw, you put that up on Flickr. I yes. saw that. Yeah. That's what he ate. He ate that two meals in a row. Cool. Of course, I ended up over in uh, uh, over in Morocco at the Tangerine. But awesome. Anyway, um, yeah, I, it was fun. It was fun to experience things through the eyes of somebody who hadn't done it before and it, it kind of cool. helped me to appreciate even the finer things and the things that I've kind of I don't know you know I guess maybe I've spoiled been there so many times that you start to yep. see it you start to see it in eyes that are um, I don't know they you lose the niceties I think maybe and so it helped to pull me back to that it was sure good. it was good for me sure Okay, so I'm going to throw in some things um, just to kind of move us along with subject matter. So you mentioned food, and you've got in your notes here that the, you did, you guys did the quick service dining uh, dining plan, and you guys got it for free, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. we, and I was working that out. Uh, technically, if you paid 39 bucks a day for it, um, and this is something that we did a lot of times because we'd end up back at the hotel, and we'd take a break or whatever, we'd always... Uh, bummed me out but a lot of times we ended up eating dinner in the food court at the hotel uh-huh that's just how it worked out and i didn't make a big deal out of it. i just went went with it each time um but still even at doing that we ended up uh, averaging out to where we probably spent 42 to 45 dollars a day so we actually got our money back out of it even by doing that okay so and, yeah it was a good deal and uh overall is this the first time you did the quick service dining uh, it's the first time that I have used it and not kind of strayed away and didn't worry about my points. Okay. Did that once before. Remember, I had it once before yep. and ended up buying pizzas. And I, I just, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't take full advantage of it. This time Good. we used every credit. I made sure that we used everything up. So. Good. And Did I you actually, get all the good snacks and stuff? Is oh, that yeah, fun yeah, having a lot of thing. snacks? Well, you know how I am with eating. So it was, oh, yeah. it was actually very difficult for me. To, it was a lot of food. Oh, yeah. Especially by the time you threw the snack in. It was a lot of food. And eating uh-huh. three times a day for me, that's, that's you know, it was interesting. Huh. Um, but, yeah, um, food-wise, uh, let me think here. Other than the eating at the food court, uh, we did eat at the food court in uh, the animation, Art of Animation Resort. Mm-hmm. I, I purposely did that because I wanted to see what it was like. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they do have an Indian fair over there with the non bread, lentils, um, tandoori chicken, and it was pretty good. Uh, other than that, um, the court is a lot more open. It's a lot, what is it, a lot more inviting than what you see if you're in some of the other value resorts. Uh, other than that, it was a, it was a food court. I, I've heard a lot of people talk it up as far as the food selection being incredible and all that. And mm-hmm. other than that Indian fare and maybe, well, maybe some fish, but it was a lot like the other food courts. Mm-hmm. By In food selection, it was a lot like the other food courts. But I purposely did get the Indian stuff, and it was it was good. Cool. It wasn't Sanaa, but it was good. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I wouldn't expect that. Right. And Sana'a, no. to my, in my opinion, is a No, but just to have that, different, profile, that but... different selection was great. But um, And I, I really want to talk a lot more about that. Um, the choice between Art of Animation and Pop Century. Okay. Um, I was looking in, uh, in value time. At rack rate, I paid $92 a day. And they actually moved us up to the preferred rooms and gave us two rooms where we only had cool. one. So they, and they were both adjoining rooms. Anyway, outside of that, $92 a day for each room. Uh, and if you go over to Art of Animation, it is $248 a day for the one suite. Yeah. Now I know that two rooms is bigger than the one suite. Uh, other than, you know, if you, want, if you want to be in the big blue pool... You want to be able to do that, um, which was not real busy a lot of times when we were there. Um, trying to think, the, I showed you, you know, in pictures a lot of what the environment looks like around there. Cars, the cars area was awesome. Mm -hmm. It looked really cool. But do I think, do I think that it's worth the 248 bucks? I, I don't know. I mean, if you're there during a busy time of the year, you're probably going to have a more difficult time of getting adjoining rooms. And mm -hmm. so that would probably work out, but technically you're looking at spending fifty to sixty dollars more to get the suite with probably a little less room at uh, Art of Animation than what you're spending to get two rooms at um, Pop. Now, are the amenities any different? Because I know there's like a little mini fridge and you know yeah, different stuff like that. Yeah, it's the same. The two. It's the same in both places now. They've okay. kind of evened that part out. So basically what you're getting is you're getting a different food court. Uh, I would say that you're getting your own bus because our animation has its own bus. Okay. But so does Pop. It has its own bus. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you're getting a different scenery. You're getting a bigger swimming pool if you want to go to the big blue pool. Mm hmm And it's newer and new player areas and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. You know, to each his own. Like I said, if you're for the sixty bucks, if you want to experience art of animation, then it would probably be it would be fun. But in the end, as I walked through it, it felt like it felt like the other value resorts. And I'm thinking two years from now, that's how it's going to feel to most people. It yeah. will be just another value resort, and that is not okay. that's not I'm not cutting them down. I think the value resorts are amazing. Um, I've used them many times. I think I've been in them all now, except for art of animation. And uh, I would, I would definitely do them. They get you there at a reasonable price when you don't have the money to buy the moderate, uh, and or to buy into deluxe. It still makes the um, the vacation possible. Okay. Well, talk about the busing because I was you know, okay. Well, first of all, you were there when it was pretty dead after Labor Day. Yeah. But I'm interested to hear because, you know, you're still on a value, you're still way out there and you're still waiting to hear, you know, okay, bus is going to come around, going to come around and finally it comes around and then you got to, you know, it's obviously in the All-Stars, it's uh, three stops for there and sometimes... Only if you're you, in well, the All-Star. depends, but anyway. If you're in the music yeah. or sports, you have the stops, but not a pop. I didn't have the stops. And how did that work out you're, from uh, timing? Oh, um, you're saving probably 10 minutes. Okay. Because you're in and out of the other resorts pretty quick when you're going through the three. Um, so, but I did know that, notice that um, Pop's buses were a lot more crowded than what you're getting when you're going to uh, the other values. Okay. And that could be the singular bus thing. Yeah. Did I, you guys wait for the bus a lot, a lot of times? Uh, not very long. No. Nah, usually okay. there's a bus right there. But of course, you were with Connor with the wheelchair, so you always got to the front of the line, right? Yeah, but there, I mean, even though it would get crowded, um, there there was usually a bus right there as soon as we got there, uh, with, uh -huh. with or without Connor. There was always transportation, and it was pretty quick to be there. Mm -hmm. It was nuts. I have to say, though, on Sunday night, when I rode over to Epcot, it was nuts. Uh, I haven't dealt with that in a long time, because you know, the last few times that I've been there, it's been slow. I've purposely gone when it's slow. Well, there I was there on Sunday night, the night before Labor Day. And, you know, somebody talk about that a little. First of all, uh, it was crazy, crazy busy in the bus trying to get to the park. So I get to the park, 
and then I talked to you. We did that live thing. We played that some other time. Sure. Um, I don't even know if I mentioned this. I think I did. The the woman who put her child, who was probably like six or seven years old, her her daughter, up on the wall in Epcot. Yep. As we were yeah, watching Lemonade. Yeah, you talked to me about it. Yep. Freaked me out. Freaked me out completely. I thought any moment I'm gonna have to drop my stuff here and grab this girl before she heads over the side. So that kind of freaked me out. But it was really busy. Um, I noticed more drunk people there than what I've noticed before. Uh-huh. And that kind of bugged me. But anyway, so then I left, climbed on the monorail. It was like when you and I climbed on the monorail that time for extra magic hours to go over to Epcot. Yep. Remember people yep. holding their strollers above their heads? Because it was so busy inside the monorail, they had to break the sure. stroller. It was same thing. Same thing. It was just slammed. Wall-to-wall yep. people. Um, yeah, I don't know that I would do that extra magic hour again at night. It was so busy that it almost wasn't worth it. Okay. Now, you've done them before at night. Did you find it to be slower than the daytime or busier? Oh, it's totally different. I mean, I would say it's a it's a seasonal thing and it's a day-to-day thing because we were there. It was a Sunday night. It was Magic Kingdom. It was 3 a.m. And it was in the middle of July. And it there was so many people there. Now, there were so many people there, but at the same time, you could get the rides that weren't like, like I don't know. Pirates was maybe ten minute wait. Yeah, you know, it wasn't and that, that and long. It was the same way. Space Mountain was a big one that everyone went to. Yeah. Um, you know, there were certain ones where you could definitely say, oh, "Okay, it's not worth it." Soren, forget it. Soren during extra magic hours, forget it. You're, you know, it's sixty hour or sixty hour, sixty minute or eighty minute wait or longer. You know, during extra magic hours. So. So do you think that it's better to? not go into the parks during extra magic hour sometimes well maybe I've heard this it depends on what it depends on what your goal and your purpose is and it depends on the time of the year and it depends on the crowd you know um i think i think sunday nights for whatever reason i think they actually now that i think about it extra magic hours are only certain days for example magic kingdom almost always has sunday nights now i think where it's in the evenings yeah, there. So, yeah. you know, if it was another park, I'm not sure it would be as big a deal, but I know that that's a big day because people are either coming or going on that day. So they're trying to make the best out of their opportunities, which means, of course, well, everyone loves the Magic Kingdom, so there's tons of people. But I don't know. I mean, if you're going to go and you're like, you spend the entire day there and then you stay for extra magic hours and say you do get a fast pass during that extra magic hour, if they still, they changed it since I've been there. So I don't know if they still do that. But you could get a fast pass during that time and still make use of the extra magic hour that or those hours without having to actually like if you do a little bit of planning ahead. Now if you just rush right into the extra magic hour expecting it to be low crowd, forget it. Yeah. Right. I would say if it's a busy time of year or a busy weekend or a busy day when you're there, try not to do that, you know. But if you like when you were there, well, you know, obviously even, after Labor Day, crowds crises, you know, crowd sizes die real quick and so extra magic hours should have been fine after that, I assume. For you. Even even though it was very busy, um the rides were not. I got right on the pirates. I walked on the pirates pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um and you know what too? I I met a couple people um from Indiana as I was walking in the crowd with the zombie parade. Um Anyway, that's what I called it anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I um, so I talked to them, and there's a good chance they're going to be listening, so let me say hey to them. Uh, the, awesome. The, the, the woman's husband, uh, he was there also, and he was a cast member, he said, 10 years ago in the Magic Kingdom. So anyway, I talked to them for a little while, and they said they would cool. probably check us out. So um, Anyway, so we got onto there. I actually left, and Spice Mountain was slammed. So I walked on by and went up to the Haunted Mansion and walked on to the Haunted Mansion. Awesome. Uh, and then came back around and rode the TTA. What else was it I did after that? I can't remember. I can't remember if I did a whole lot more. Um, mm-hmm. I was just kind of wandering around. Uh, a lot of stuff was busy. Space Mountain was a 70-minute wait. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, see, Space Mountain, 70-minute wait. That's just yeah. insane for extra magic hour. Yeah. You know, it's like forget it. And, so. and the parades. There was like one parade, one thing after another going on in main street and mm-hmm. so you didn't want to get near that and every time i got anywhere near it it was just, it was nuts so mm-hmm. I, I was 
I was also, I wanted to walk up to and see Dumbo and stuff up in Fantasyland uh, at night, which was pretty cool. Um, wasn't very busy, of course, up in Fantasyland at that point. I also wanted to see the changes as best I could as to what was going on in Fantasyland, which we can discuss that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted your opinion on what you thought uh, with Extra Magic Hours. Mm-hmm. I, just, I was thinking that at the time is, wow, you know, is this worth it? This is insane. Uh, it could be too, you know. I came over with the Epcot crowd, and so I walked. Oh, in a large that's crowd. Absolute, yeah, and, that's absolutely yeah. what it was. And I, I could tell you that from the beginning. As soon as you were going to go do Epcot, and I'm thinking, man, Epcot's done at nine, and you know, Illuminations, and then how uh, two a.m. Well, is that what about, it was for yeah, Magic Kingdom? I think I made it too. Uh, on the monorail, we were pulling up, and Wishes was going off because I yeah. took pictures of it as best I could. And mm-hmm. threw them up, and then it went right from that into uh, there was a parade going on. Yep. But I also slammed, yeah, head on into the wishes crowd. Sure. Heading out of the parks, I think, and Main Street was insane. Anyway, anyway. Um, See now, if you hit extra magic hour two hours later at midnight, yeah, you wouldn't have run into any well, of that and stuff, and it might yeah. have helped your experience true. down Main Street. And it, least, and it was. Because so. by, by, uh, I was still in there at 12.30 or so, and it, it was slowing down quite a bit then. Yeah. But, I don't know, still certain rides were still busy. and Yeah. Anyway, I just, yeah, I kind of wanted to get your opinion on that, too. Yep. To see what you thought. Cool. Alright, so speaking of Fantasyland, uh, is there any night lighting that you can see, or is it kind of still waiting yeah, to be... No night you know, lighting. That's what I was hoping. Uh, there was yeah. no night lighting over in the unfinished area, but of course I did see it during the day. I took some panoramic uh, videos of it, several of those, and put them up there. Like I was trying to do a lot of those 20-second videos and put them up on Flickr. So uh, sure. I did some of those. I took some pictures. It was kind of cool how they've built the castle wall kind of for Fantasyland right yep. in behind uh, It's a Small World. It actually looks like it's always been there. Oh, cool! By the way, it's built up into there, so and so you can see where the opening gate will be through the walls into Fantasyland. But of course, it's still walled off to there. Um, they still had a lot of steel though, right up front under construction. That's the Snow White ride. Okay, well, that's the uh, whatever it's called, the mine ride that's gonna yeah. not open until 2014. So and I so think they're gonna, gonna have, have it pretty much major. covered up, so you can't see the steel obviously when it opens up here in like a month or two. But after that, you know. Obviously, everyone knows it's still being built, so... Yeah, yeah, because I thought, wow, that's... I mean, that's still pretty raw construction going on there, and I thought, are they going to be able to get that done? So, you know, done, but of course it's not got to be done now until 2014. Yeah, so. which originally that wasn't the plan, so... But that's construction, and that's what happens, so... Well, and I think they've changed that attraction a few times. That's yeah. what kind of pushed the date back, so... It, I'm yep. sure it's going to be worth it. Um, I could see stuff definitely this time over the wall and see a lot of stuff that's changed. I did walk in through the um, Casey's train. It's the water train. It's yeah. like a water play area. There were some kids playing and stuff in that area. That was kind of neat, but at the same time, you know, you got to have something there for the kids to be able to dry off uh, because they could get pretty wet. <laughs> sure. They could get really sure. wet in that area. So, other than that, I rode the train in and got off at that stop in uh, in the new Fantasyland Storybook Circus yeah. area, and yeah, you, you can't see a whole lot of difference. So I, I tried to hit it from whatever direction I could to see anything that I could, and um, I, right now there's not a whole lot that you can see to experience. It's changed mm-hmm. since the last time I was there. Okay, so pretty much hold off until the opening, which is uh, what. November, November 19th, they start yeah. soft openings December 6th. I think it's December 6th is the um, official opening for it. But, I mean, technically you're talking about aerials will be open. And I think it's really, I mean, uh, they have uh, meet and greet areas and stuff like that. But all in all, that's really the only attraction. Uh, I did read something, too, about that they'll be serving uh, alcohol in the Be Our Guest restaurant. Be the first they time will they, be. Yeah, first time they've served alcohol on in Magic Kingdom, but they're only going to huh. serve it uh, uh, during dinner hours, so it will not okay. be served all day long. I'm, Interesting. I'm still out to lunch on that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm crazy about that idea, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't. You know, 
Hopefully it works out okay. Yeah. Um, I saw opinions that a lot of people were writing about on the blog and stuff like that, and a lot of people didn't seem to be real happy with it. Uh, they said, you know, this is fantasy land. It's the kids' area, the kids' land of the park, and do we really need to uh, address or bring bring alcohol into that area? So mm-hmm. hopefully it works out. Cool. So tell me about Ghostbusters. I'm like, what's oh, yeah. this Ghostbusters thing okay. that you wrote down here? Yeah, I'm riding on the park bus uh, back. This is on another night. A couple nights ago this happened. And I hear Bohemian Rhapsody playing. And so then as soon as Bohemian Rhapsody is over, I hear the Ghostbusters theme come on. And I'm thinking, huh. what the heck is this music? And then my wife said, well, I think they've done this for a little while now. She assumed that it was some radio station, local radio station playing, and I said, no, it's not either. It's a track that they're playing, but it just, because Ghostbusters was a universal thing. When Universal first opened, or uh-huh. at some point, Ghostbusters was in that park. And I thought, that's really weird that that they would have that music and Bohemian Rhapsody and other stuff playing that made, I don't know, it was, it was strange. It just, I don't know. It kind of pulled you out of that Disney experience thing. And yeah. Were, were you going to, like, Hollywood Studios or something? Actually, I was going back to Pop. Are you sure it wasn't because you were Pop? Pop Century? I, mean, I don't think so. Did that theme have to do... I mean, I have not been to Pop, so I know it's about the 50s and the 60s and, you know, the different decades. Well, yeah, I guess. Where's, I mean, I guess I can do that. Uh, what's Ghostbusters, though, have to do? I mean, I know it's 80s, a Pop. Yeah, to it's me. a Pop thing. <laughs> 70s and 80s, yeah. Maybe. To me, that's totally you know, the 80s. Funny. That's you know, I grew up watching those you know cartoons and whatnot, and I never thought thinking about, about that. that. Maybe that oh. was the deal, and maybe it was only the pop bus that that buses that it played on. Yeah, but it was. It was just and very I mean, strange. the que- Queens. That's totally 80s. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, I was trying to actually, um, I was trying to actually record it, so I I, I ran a little bit of a recording, but I don't know if it picked it up, just because okay. people talking in the bus and everything. That's cool. But I was just That's really funny. weirded Interesting. out. Interesting. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was an interesting trip on many fronts. Cool. Phineas and Ferb. What's up with Phineas and Ferb? They're everywhere. Everywhere I went in the parks. Uh, Phineas cool. merchandise has exploded. It's it's everywhere. I'm sure. Oh my gosh, man. I mean, it was everywhere I went. Uh, of course, then you get the new Phineas deal there. And Epcot, uh, Phineas meet and greets going on everywhere. Cool. Uh, they've got one, the one in Hollywood Studios, which I'd seen before. Mm-hmm. They actually had one going on in uh, Magic Kingdom. And let me think, did they have one going on in Epcot? I mean, did they, did they, yeah, I think that there was one going on in Epcot, but I'm not sure. I think it might have just been Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Just, and everywhere I went, merchandise, as I said before, is nuts. In fact, John bought a, a uh, uh, Agent P hat. Oh, did he? Perry cool. hat, yeah. What? Well- Okay, I got. I got to be honest with you. You know that you know that Phineas and Ferb is huge when you go to Walmart and they've got them at Walmart, and it's like the, you know, Perry shirt with it's just the blue green shirt with like the Perry eyes or whatever yeah. on it or something. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, that's so crazy. So, and plus the fact that you can actually watch Phineas and Ferb on Netflix, which is not yeah. a usual thing you can do with Disney shows. You know, there's a lot of Disney shows that. Kind of, you know, you can't get Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on Netflix. No, that's right. No, but you can get it all over YouTube. Well, true, (laughs) which is why we try to watch it because I'm trying to catch them because we don't have the Disney Channel. But at the same time, I can get Phineas and Ferb, you know, that's of course, I think it's five years. It's aimed for five to seven year olds. I'm thinking. But um, that's a great age right there. It actually has those. I don't want to say adult themes, but it it has stuff that goes on in it that would be considered... As it would take a little older intellect to pick it up. Oh, extremely! They got Star Wars references right. in there, and yeah, there's all a six-year-old's not going to pick up on that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what. Sat down. We watched several episodes of them. Actually, <laughs> I might pick it up again, see if the two-year-old will like it. But I don't know if she'll like it. So it is a merchandising bonanza. Oh, I'm sure it's everywhere. So they've they've hit gold on that. Um, wherever Duffy Bear collapsed for him. Phineas and Ferb mm-hmm. has, has picked the ball up and they're running with it. Cool. So I got a kick out of that. All right. How's Star Tours? You say it's yeah. slow, so. Yeah, it's just, um, and I've heard this from other people, that um, it's actually struggling 
since probably two months after they made the changeover. Yeah. Uh, it's struggling now uh, for attendance. It just seems like um, people aren't all that interested in it unless you're there Man. around Star, Tour, Star Wars weekends. But, yeah, I mean, even on Labor Day, it wasn't all that busy. I walked on it twice. That's awesome. I can't wait when and we I, go because I, I want to see the new... I also took a full video new, of the ride. Everything. Did you catch that? Yeah. I, I took a full video of a ride through on it. Oh, you did? I didn't even see that. No, I'll put it up. I haven't put it up yet. Okay. So... Cool. Anyway, yeah, cool. I'll put that up so that you can check it out. Okay. Awesome. Well, it's good to hear. I mean, especially, I bet Star Wars Weekends, it's slammed again. Just like, oh, yeah. for whatever reason, Haunted Mansion is slammed during Mickey's Not So Scary. You yeah. know, obviously, it's the it's, that time it's of the, the only ride that's like scary or whatever you want to call it. But um, that's funny. It's everybody kind of like wants to just do it all at the same time rather than just hit it when no one else is doing it kind of a thing. So Right. Yeah, which... Yeah, the Haunted Mansion's Haunted Mansion. It's awesome. That's one of those classic oh, yeah. attractions I always have to go on. Um, there were cool. a lot of attractions this time that I wanted to get on that I didn't make it on to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just because I yeah, I was there to kind of um, get the family around and do stuff, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. I, I've ridden it all. Um, unfortunately, the only park that I, I did not make it to was Animal Kingdom this time. I was going to ask. Wow. I was. I had made plans. But um, nobody else wanted to go over, and then they wanted me to kind of hang with them, and so mm-hmm. so I did. So, well, um, well, too bad. Yeah, I know. Uh, I guess that's why I've I've taken so many pictures and videos and stuff of it. So anyway, I'll be back at some point. Um, probably not for a year or so, though. Well, I'd be interested. Um, I'm definitely going whenever we go next. We're we're making sure we have enough time to hit every everything and in, in a relaxed pace and yeah, I'm interested to see it from the eyes of a three year old you know or four year old or however whatever we get there whatever age kids I've got but um just interesting you know I, I think about the characters and the options you've got but uh haven't haven't experienced it so it'll be a cool thing to check out so and the other thing that I do have on there also interventions east and west I finally did them. Uh, you cool. and uh, have you ever been in them? Oh yeah. Okay. Almost every time we go, we at least pass through them. Yeah. And then while we're passing through them, we might check out like the one time we played a video game where you actually like this was uh 2008. In 2008, they had this thing where you, they took a picture of you doing certain things and I was with my wife and that's all we had, it just me and her. Um and you had to like do certain things to take pictures like where was one where we were jumping and so then when we were done, they took our pictures and created a video game out of it so we could actually play the video game of us running and jumping like a Mario World or something. So That's kind of cool. It was a pretty cool thing. But yeah, Interventions I've been through several times. We did um, Stormstruck. Oh yeah. Which was a lot of fun. I'd heard about it. I took cool. video, short video and some pictures of uh, some of all thrills. But I did okay. not go on it. Okay. Um, yeah, it's... With doing the inversions and all that stuff, I wasn't. I just didn't want to deal with that. But sure, awesome looking attraction. Also very nice that it's all air conditioned in there and you can kind of move, oh. move at your own pace. Absolutely. And Stormstruck, I did. I enjoyed it. I thought that I would, and I did. So um, they could definitely put. Oh, we did the piggy bank. Great piggy bank adventure too. Yeah. We did it all the way through every step. So it was cool. cool. Yeah, it was cool. Educational, which is what all that's supposed to be. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, they, they could definitely use some more things in there, but you got to get sponsorship. Um, well, it's kind of bummed to see that, you know, Test Track was down when I went by. It's quiet. They have several sure. cars out there, though, where they didn't used to have as many out there before. Now they have them all over the place. Okay. So you can look at them, set at them, do other stuff with them. That's opening soon, isn't it? Uh, actually, I don't think it's until November now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they pushed All it right. back. Yeah, because that was the reason why my September trip, kind of, that and several other things. And and then they pushed everything back. Hmm. So, it was, whatever, it was all for naught, but... Hmm. I was just thinking, though, too, and I've heard rumor that um, in Hollywood Studios... Uh, there's rumor that they're going to bring Cars Land from California to there. Yeah. Uh, and that they're going to take out 
uh, Lights, Murders, Action in the Backlot Tour. Uh huh. Which would make sense in a lot of ways. Uh, it'll be different for them to double up on attractions like that from part to part. Yep. But um, if they're kind of going to follow some of the model that um, the Universal's using with the Harry Potter thing, sure. then it would make sense that you would just plan it in two places. And yeah, I've heard that rumor as well, but I, the only thing I know is it's going to take some time to construct. So yeah, yeah. we'll know about it well ahead of time. And if they're doing, you know, Avatar Land first, which it looks like they probably are, then, you know, that's not until after Avatar Land. So I just saw where uh, one of James Cameron's um, companies that does special effects. It did special effects for a couple films or something. I forget now what they were, but uh, it just went bankrupt. Oh, so nice. I, I don't know what happened there. But <laughs> the only reason why I read about Dan Marino, the ex uh, Miami quarterback, uh, had invested a ton of money in the stock, thinking this is James Cameron, it's going to do really well, and it, yeah, yeah, now it's defunct. Wow. So I think it, well, it's, stock went from sixteen dollars a share down to fifty-five cents. So I mean, wow, that's, that's bankrupt. So. Sheesh. Anyway, so who knows? You know, who knows? What's going to happen with the Avatar or whatever it is, Land? Sure. Well, they got two more movies coming out, so right. it's not like the franchise itself is just going to flat out. No, and he might just be no. reorganizing. So, who knows? Yep. That stock could always pick right back up again. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's pretty much all I had. I mean, I didn't fill in a whole lot, but I just went through your notes. I don't want to talk forever, and I feel yeah. like uh, everybody out there is probably... Uh, curious to hear some of the other stuff we came up with and more shows of what we're talking about but do you have anything more you wanted to add no not really um yeah i think i've jumped all over the place i tried to throw in as much randomness as i could to kind of get a feel for what the trip was like um yeah we experienced a lot of things i got to see and do a lot of things some of them that i haven't done in years some of them i've never done at all and so uh we'll definitely come back and touch each one of these uh, as far as attractions and things like that. So there are, you know, a lot of things uh, uh, changing. You're going to hear my clock ding here probably 11 times in a minute. Anyway, um, a lot of things are changing in those parks. Uh, even though, you know, all the focus has been on the new Fantasyland and the focus has been on DCA, uh, when you really sit and think about it, uh, they change stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to... We haven't done that show yet, have we? No. If you haven't, yeah, we need to come the back. The last and, 10 years. Yeah. We got it, yep. And when we do that show, it really kind of opened my eyes to the fact of, you know, they really do make a lot of changes, and this all involves money. Sure. Uh, and so uh, when some people say that the parks are kind of setting idle and they haven't changed anything in a long time, that's really not mm -hmm. the truth. Yeah. So, anyway. That, yeah, that's not the case at all. When, Yeah, we'll go through that list and... People will realize, holy cow! So, okay, it's what keeps it what keeps you coming back. So right? Anyway. Yeah. Well, or my addiction. So, or I don't that, yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I like being there. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back and to do a lot more of the shows that I've hit. Uh, I definitely want to do the Disney Junior Live and some of that. So. Okay, you want to take a break here and yeah. close out the show? We will take a break and we will be right back, everybody. Okay, it's getting late, and so we're going to wrap this thing up and uh, check out. Hopefully everybody has enjoyed this. It's been nice to be back and chat with Adam again. A lot of things have changed in Adam's life since uh, <laughs> I did the trip to Florida, hence the reason why we also kind of took a break here for a couple shows. So uh, maybe at some point Adam will want to chat about that a little bit just to say, hey, yeah, I guess you did a little bit. You said things are, things are always reshaping now as far as yes. what your family is like. Yeah, well, my family, yeah, I'd be more than willing to say it. Yeah, we've got a little one in the home now, and he's ours, and he's he's our own. He's our own, so he's uh, he's not even a week old. Let's see. He's a week old. Okay, when the show releases, when the show releases, he'll be a week and one day old, so we're pretty excited about that. It brings another life to the 
to the table and uh, to you know not to the kitchen table yet because he can't eat of course yet. No. But uh, that day will come. That day will come, and already we are decorating him with Mickey's and stuff like that. Yeah, I and, just saw uh, that, everybody. Um, yeah. Adam and I jumped on video here before we started recording, and he was showing me the Mickey stuff and everything. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's great. And I, I got to publicly say it. The greatest things about having Disney friends like Roy and his family is the fact that they get you Disney stuff for your kids, you know? And yeah. so it's like, oh, that's awesome, you know? <laughs> they're giving us stuff and they're, you know, or they'll, and Patty's great about finding little knickknacks of soap she saved from their last trip and she gives us a bottle of soap, or, you know? She didn't give it this time, yeah. but, you know, that kind of stuff is just awesome. And uh, yeah, we're excited to, to do that. And because of that, it's uh, a little crazy around my house right now, but uh, I don't know, I hope that we can, I can chime in every once in a while. If maybe it's going to be Doug and Roy for a while until I pick back up. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the holidays go and what's going on around here. So yeah, we'll we'll get some stuff put together. So yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's us, and it's late at night, and so Adam and I are ready to check out. So uh, everybody, I hope everything is well where you're at and getting better. So we'll talk to you yeah, soon. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say thanks so much for listening. And we hope you guys are having a good one along with uh, just life in general. And hopefully everything's well with you. So I'm good on this end. All right. Well, take care, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music all This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.